The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. We've got a super special episode of the Three Down Nation podcast for you today. We are joined by one of two Canadians who are playing in the Super Bowl this Sunday of the Los Angeles Rams. We've got Michael Hoyt here. Michael, welcome to the Three Down Nation podcast. Great to have you. Pleasure to be here, John. And do you prefer Mike or Michael, by the way? Um, Michael usually, but when I'm playing football, it's usually Mike. It's usually Mike. Gotcha. And it is Hoyt. I know that because we talked a couple yeah. of years ago through the draft process. I'm sure you get hocked, hooked, all, all kinds of things. So. All the letters in the middle are silent, <laughs> but nobody ever gets it right. But yeah, it's, it's like April. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, thank you for being here. Now, now take us through it. We'll, we'll get to your back backstory just a little bit, but I got to start. You are playing in the Super Bowl in three days time. That has to be an amazing feeling. Take us through it. What is it like being there? right in the middle of it, in the thick of it, getting ready for the biggest game in the world. It's definitely been a really, really cool, you know, two weeks, even since NFC championship game clock hits zero confetti flies. Um, you know, you're, you're just overcome with emotion. Cause I mean, this is the moment kids dream about since you're a little kid throwing footballs at the park with your friends. Um, and it's, it's definitely busy. Um, cause you, you know, people start to reach out and, uh, you know, you got to organize tickets, you got family involved, but, you know, thankfully I've got all of that taken out and now it's just laser focus on football. And, you know, I could not be more excited for, I think I've ever been this excited for a football game in my entire life. I mean, this is the one, it's the big dance. Oh, I mean, absolutely. I mean, so few people get the chance to play professional football. And even among that very select group, only a small minority gets to play in a game like this. I bet you have people you know, from the third grade reaching out, Hey, I think we sat on the bus together once. Can you give me a ticket? Like are, are people hitting you up to that extent, trying to get tickets to this thing? Yeah, I've had, I've had a good <laughs> amount of people, but you know, I set the rule early. Um, I'm a big rules guy. So, you know, make one decision that makes all your decisions. I said, it's going to be immediate family. And then, you know, there's no hard feelings when I have to tell people no. 
I think that's a smart way to go about it. Because if you don't draw the line, I mean, heck, people, you could probably fill that stadium just just from your requests alone. I know everybody's trying I, to get I, to the I Super Bowl. I could probably get pretty close. <laughs> so, Michael, take us through, just for our listeners, take us through your backstory a bit. You were born in Oakville, Ontario. I know you spent a good portion of your childhood in Ohio, but then you returned to Southern Ontario for parts of your high school years. So, so for our listeners who maybe don't know your backstory, take us through, because you moved around a lot uh, growing up as a young football player. Yeah, I mean, I've played a lot of football for a lot of different teams uh, growing up. So, like I said, born, I was born in Oakville, Ontario. Um, and then in 2001, I moved down to a place called Oakwood, Ohio. And that always confuses people because it's Oakville <laughs> to Oakwood. So, I understand that, you know, it's a little difficult to follow. But, you know, I, I grew up in Oakwood. That's really where my home is. You know, those were all my childhood friends. That's really where I got into the sport of football. Um, and it's just an amazing town. Like everybody's really supportive. School's great. Can't say enough good things about, you know, that place. Um, and then for my freshman and sophomore year, I actually came back to Canada. And so my freshman year, I was at South Carlton, um, high school in Ottawa. And then my sophomore year, I was at North Toronto Collegiate Institute, um, in Toronto. And then my junior year moved back to Oakwood start playing football for Oakwood again, um, graduate there, then head over to Brown University where I did all four years of college ball. Um, COVID-19 hits and, you know, this is my probably favorite part of my entire football story is, um, you know, COVID-19 hits and I have workouts scheduled with the 49ers and I have scouts coming to the pro day and, um, you know, I'm going to the uh, I get a call from the Bengals say, hey, we're going to come work you out. Um, funny how that works. But okay. um, and then, uh, you know, right around the beginning of March, as with everything else, the whole world shuts down. Gyms close, practice, facil- uh, practice fields close. Um, and, you know, if there was definitely I don't, don't want to give it too long, but maybe 10 minutes where I thought my dream was dead. Um, but, you know, I'm not the type of guy to sit around and woe is me and. Um, so, you know, I decided right at that moment that I was going to figure out a way to get it done. So we, uh, after all the students had left campus and gone home, uh, school was virtual. We converted our college house into a weight room. It was myself and one other roommate. And, um, yeah, I mean, we, we just found all the old equipment. We found (laughs) a really old bench press, some 45 pound weights. Um, you know, we had kegs left over from part pre pandemic parties and, we're doing curls with those and blasting like 80s music and just anything that we could do to keep ourselves in shape and get ourselves ready. Um, and even, you know, the open fields at Brown, that's where we had done a lot of the conditioning up until the point. And technically they were closed. And I don't know if I should say this, but we definitely hopped some fences and used the fields anyways <laughs> to make sure we could get it done. And, you know, I eventually put together a pretty good highlight tape and, you know, a virtual pro day, packaged it all together, recorded it on an iPhone made it an iMovie, sent it to my agent who sent it out to everybody, got it in front of as many eyeballs as possible. And, you know, the, the Rams organization, they saw it, they liked it. Um, you know, and then they, they signed me right after the draft. Um, and it was, you know, a pretty special moment just going from, you know, my dream is dead to let's figure it out. Let's make the movie. Let's send it out. And then and putting pen to paper and having a dream come true. 
Yeah, I know Jim's closing was actually a highlight for me in the pandemic because I had an excuse not to go. <laughs> but I imagine for someone in your case, and I remember all the guys in that 2020 draft class right, were doing the same thing in Canada, US, whatever, hopping fences, breaking through, like just doing anything to get onto a field. Because especially in that that early days of the pandemic in March, it was it was locked down unbelievably tight and i'm i'm so glad that you got to get that video and we saw it on three down nation you you performed spectacularly so i'm not surprised that you got a look and obviously you stuck you were on pr last year and that's something i wanted to ask you about you know you were on the practice roster for all of 2020 or pardon me for all of 2020 coming into 2021 what was it after that first year that allowed you to take that next step and be a full-time player in 2021? Cause you dressed for all 17 games this year and started three, which is great. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot that can be learned spending that much time in on the practice squad, you know, for starters, I had gone to really small schools growing up. Um, then I, you know, I go to Brown who's division one football, but, you know, it's FCS. It's not it's not a power five conference. You're not playing Alabama. You're not playing Ohio State. You're not playing Clemson. Right. Um, and so there's, you know, just spending time in an organization. And the Rams are unbelievable about developing guys and building individual strength programs and treatment and recovery, nutrition, sleep, everything you need to take care of you, they do here. And they are really good about that. And so I think, you know, spending that time within an organization and being able to learn and develop and learn how to, not just be a football player, but learn how to be a professional football player. And there is a really big difference in how to take care of your body, how to eat, how to get on a weekly rhythm, how to recover yourself week in and week out. Um, and then, you know, the probably the most important part is as a practice squad defensive lineman, you're taking every single snap at practice <laughs> against the offensive line, the starters, one of the best offensive lines in the country. And these guys, you know, we got guys like Andrew Whitworth. We got guys like Rob Havenstein. You know, we got these unbelievable players on the offensive line that you're just taking a whole bunch of reps with. And so you either learn really, really quickly or you get yourself cut. Um, and so, you know, <laughs> I, it was trial by fire and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I made it out the other side. All right. And, you know, that sort of experience, um, you know, that, that, that was really big to, you know, my game and growing, um, you know, my sort of development and my skills. One of the one of the guys who I'm sure you've practiced against is Alaric Jackson, aka AJ Jackson, who's from Windsor originally, grew up primarily in the states. But how does it feel having a fellow Canadian on the team? I know he obviously plays the opposite side of the ball, but it must be nice to have at least a little camaraderie there with uh, a fellow uh, a fellow Canuck there across the line of scrimmage. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely cool. Um, and you know, he plays a lot of tackles, so whenever I'm in that four eye spot or even sometimes a three tech and he's blocking down, you know, we get a lot of good one-on-one blocks and matchups. And uh, it's definitely cool just knowing that, you know, there's very few Canadians in the NFL um, and there's very few Canadians who really make it this far. And it's cool that we got two on the same team and, you know, we're both very early in our careers. And so we're going to develop side by side for a long time. And it's cool to have, you know, that sort of history and, um, you know, connection to Canada. And getting back to the Super Bowl, we we know that there have been 23 Canadians who have played in this game before. Only 11 have won. So you and Alaric will become the 24th and 25th respective Canadians to play in this game. And you have an opportunity to become the 12th and 13th to win it. What would that mean for you to win this game as a Canadian? You know, I think it's just, you know, one more extra thing on top of it, you know. 
Um, I'm obviously honored to represent Canada and represent, you know, all the great football players that have not only played in Canada, but also are from Canada and, you know, the sport's really growing. Um, and, you know, the Super Bowl, there's so many great things about it. And this is just one more of those really special moments about it. Um, you know, and I can't, I can't, I'm not sure I could really describe what it would mean to become number 24 and number 25, um, you know, sort of etched in the history books of football, if not Canadian sports in general. Um, but, you know, in like this game, it's just, it's so big and it's so special and there's just so many great pieces of it. Um, you know, I, you know, we want to win it for each other on the Rams. We want to win it for the city of Los Angeles. And then individually, I want to win it for my hometown. I want to win it, win it for my family. And I want to win it for, you know, the country of Canada too. So you're playing for a lot and the stakes are high, but that's what makes football great. And that's what makes the game so special. I would be doing a great disservice to our audience if I didn't ask you at least one question about what it's like to play with Aaron Donald. I mean, this man is... I mean, he, if he retired tomorrow, he'd be in the Hall of Fame, probably first ballot. He is quickly becoming a part of the conversation, not just for one of the best D linemen ever, but one of the best defensive players ever. I'm dying to know what is it like to play, practice, and be around a guy like that who is so dominant at the highest level of this game? I mean, he's just, he is a better, whatever good you think Aaron Donald is, he's 10 times better than that. And he brings it every single day in practice. We watched the film and you can see everybody moving. You can see all these really good athletes, all these guys who are masters of their craft. And then there's Aaron Donald, who's a step faster, step stronger. And, you know, just exploding off the line of scrimmage, running and chasing down screens, batting uh, quarterback balls down, um, you know, and he's the leader of our group. He's he sets the tone for our defensive line room. He sets the tone for our defense. Um, you know, when he needs to be vocal, he'll be vocal, but he's really a lead by example guy. And, um, you know, I think I've definitely learned a lot just spending these last two years with them because you learn how he goes about his business, how he works out in the weight room, how he takes care of his body, everything that goes into making Aaron Donald become Aaron Donald. You know, you can see it because he lives it every single day. And, you know, for him, greatness is a choice and he makes that choice every day. And, you know, it's been really, really fun to be around. Yeah, he's unbelievable. The way in which he, you know, he's surrounded by world-class lead athletes and he makes them look foolish all the time just un like throwing these pro bowl offensive linemen it's ridiculous somebody else who you've gotten the opportunity to play with this year another dominant at least pass rusher sometimes defensive lineman is vaughn miller who the rams traded for in november he has experience in this game winning it six years ago at the denver broncos and he was named the mvp of that game tell us what has it been like over the last say you know eight twelve weeks what has it been like getting to get to know Von Miller and play alongside him? Yeah, I mean, Von, he, he's a really, really great dude. He's coming to the locker room and he has good relationships with everybody. You know, he goes out of his way to build those relationships throughout the team. Um, and, you know, he's been around in the league, so he knows what it's like to win and he knows what it's like to lose. Um, and so I think that sort of experience is really good for our locker room. Um, and he's just, you know, been he's came into the defense and immediately started to make an impact. So, that's also been really cool. And his lock next to mine too. So, oh. you know, if I, if you, if you had told me that when I was eight years old, that I'd be sitting next to Vaughn Miller on the alley Rams about to go play Bengals in the Super Bowl, I'd have thought you were crazy, but you know, it's crazy how things work out. And, um, it's been a pretty fun ride. That's for sure. And, you know, we, we've, uh, Vaughn and I have been out golfing a couple of times and, uh, you should see that guy's from the golf club because <laughs> there are some balls that go far. I'll tell you that much. 
I was going to ask who's the better golfer, him or you? Um, well, to call what we do out there golf would be, you know, a little, <laughs> bit, a little bit disrespectful to the game of golf. We just kind of smack the ball around for a little bit and have a good time. Hey, that in my view, that is the way to play golf. When I when I'm out golfing, that uh, that 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 would that would be an accurate description of me on the course. Yeah, as it's, well. it's it's more just who can hit the ball the hardest. Absolutely. Oh, that's great. I have to ask you about Joe Burrow, and I'm not expecting you to uh, obviously a few days before the game divulge any secrets. But Joe Burrow has had a great season. And his, by the way, CFL connection, Jim Burrow, his father, played five years in the CFL at defensive back. What are you preparing for? What are you expecting to see from Joe Burrow in this game on Sunday? You know, we always talk about that. It's less about the opponent. It's more about our defense. And it's more about us executing our calls and our coverages and our pass rush moves. And, you know, this whole last two weeks, it's been refining the game plan, making sure we have everything installed. And then we detail everything, run it through practice and make sure that we take care of business on our side. Um, And, you know, we're confident that, you know, when we're playing at our best, you know, good things are going to happen. So, um, you know, it's more important that we take care of our side of the ball, Um, you know, and Joe's obviously an unbelievable player. I mean, he's like going from winning a national championship, winning a Heisman, chance to play in the Super Bowl um, and bringing the Bengals there, a kid from Ohio. I mean, that's a dream story. Um, you know, but we've got our own stories too. And, you know, the pens, we like to think that we control the, our story and we're going to write our, um, our ending to the story. I love that. Write our own story. That's, that's the way to go. Maybe that's the journalist in me talk about writing stories, but we'll get you out on this one, Michael. You know, I, I see you kind of as the ultimate underdog, you know, I, we mentioned it, the Canadian aspect going around all these different schools you graduated from an Ivy League school. As you mentioned, you know, don't, no disrespect to Brown. The Ivy League has certainly produced some good football players. But as you said, it's not Alabama, right? It's not Clemson. It's not Ohio State. You know, how refreshing is it? How does it feel? How would you describe that sensation knowing that you overcame so many of these obstacles and you're about to play on the biggest stage that there is? Yeah, I mean, there's, there's definitely time to reflect on how the journey's gone. But, you know, I think I'm a very forward-looking person. And, you know, I'm always um, appreciative of everything that I've done up until this point. But, you know, I'm always eyes looking forward and moving towards the next opportunity. And so, um, you know, as special as it has been to make it to this game and think about the journey and, you know, going to Oakwood, going to the school of Canada, going to Brown and finally making it to the practice squad and then making the roster and making it to the Super Bowl – all I can think about now is what do I need to do to help the team win the Super Bowl so that that's the next thing we got to take care of. I think that's a great attitude, Michael. I, I really appreciate you taking the time to chat with us today at Three Down Nation. I know that the country is behind you guys. The Bengals don't have any Canadian players. So anybody cheering on for them, it, it's just not patriotic. We got to throw our support behind our Canadian players. It. And uh, we look forward to watching you on Sunday. I know we'll have millions of eyeballs on that game north of the border. Um, and, and we're looking forward to it. So thank you so much again for joining us. Thank you so much, John. It's a pleasure to be here. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. What if you could have a career 
where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.